Christmas is, for many, the happiest time of the year and is filled with laughter, joy and hope for the future. For some, it brings back awful memories and is another reminder that their loved ones aren't with them. And for people who have lost friends and families during the festive period, it can be even more difficult. For one mother, Christmas Day will always be the anniversary of the last time she spoke to her son. Two days later, he and his father would disappear after witnessing a brutal murder. Let's uncover the unsolved murder of Latresa White and the disappearance of Lee and Chance Wagerhagen. Hello and welcome to the 38th episode of Uncover True Crime Podcast. My name is Stephanie and each week we uncover a different unsolved true crime case, ranging from missing persons, unsolved murders, Jane and John Doe's, and suspicious deaths. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and other podcast streaming apps as well as on YouTube by searching Uncover True Crime. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Uncover underscore pod, on Instagram at Uncover True Crime pod or you can join the Uncover True Crime discussion group on Facebook. But without any further ado, let's uncover the unsolved murder of Latresa White and the disappearance of Lee and Chance Wackerhagen. Chance Wackerhagen was born on the 2nd of September 1984 to Lee Wackerhagen and Gail Williams. He grew up in Kingsville, Texas and lived with his mother following his parents' divorce. Although Gail said that Lee was often verbally aggressive towards her and she was scared of him, she knew that he was a good father so to avoid any arguments, Lee would pick up his son from Gail's sister's house when it was his turn to see Chance. And I didn't find anything during my research that would indicate that these exchanges went anything other than smoothly. A few months after the divorce, Lee got into a relationship with Latresa White, nurse who was also divorced with two young children. Christmas of 1993, Gail and Lee agreed that Chance would spend Christmas with Lee and Latresa and Gail dropped him off with her sister on the 17th. On Christmas Day, Chance called her and like any other nine-year-old, he was excited after opening all of his presents and as he was having such a good time, he asked if he could stay with Lee and Latresa for a few extra days. Gail agreed, happy that her son was having such a good time, and told Chance to call her back to arrange a day for her to pick him up. Sadly, his call never came and the next call she would receive regarding her son was from the police. On the 26th of December 1993, Chance, Lee and Latresa were seen enjoying a meal at a restaurant in downtown Kingsville, Texas and nothing seemed out of the ordinary. The next day, Latresa didn't turn up for her shift at the Central Texas Medical Centre, so her father Jack was contacted. He knew this was very out of the ordinary, so he went round to her house to make sure she was okay. When he walked into the home, it didn't take him long to find his daughter in her bedroom. He told Unsolved Mysteries, quote, I just called her name and then I went over and I felt her and I knew she was dead, unquote. Police determined that Latresa had been sleeping when she was shot six times in the head with a 22 caliber revolver. There was no signs of a struggle or forced entry. Lee's car was missing and Chance's footprint was found in Latresa's blood, meaning that the young boy had either witnessed the murder or the immediate aftermath, but neither he or his father were anywhere to be seen. 
Three days after Latrice's body was found, Lee's 1986 Ford pickup truck was located in a field in Austin, Texas, around 30 miles away from the crime scene. Lee's hunting rifle was found inside and police were able to determine that that was not the gun used to kill Latrice. Also found within the vehicle was Lee's checkbook and wallet, a toolbox, a spare tyre and some Christmas presents. Some of the gifts were wrapped, some had already been opened, but there was blood on them. Police initially assumed that the blood was Latrice's, but they soon determined it did not match her blood type. Further analysis of the blood showed that the amount did not indicate a serious or fatal injury, and it had come from two people who were probably related, so I think it's fair to say that it probably belongs to Chance and Lee. According to the Lost and Found blog, police thought they'd found a lead when they thought that a call had been made from the phone installed within the truck shortly before it was found, but this turned out to be an error and the call had actually been made one year prior. However, four months after Lee and Chance were last seen, Gail's father Jack received a call at his home. All he heard the caller say was, quote unquote, help me, before the call ended. And although Jack initially thought that Chance had made the call, police could not trace it and they now think this was nothing more than a cruel hoax. Police's initial theory in the case was that Lee killed Latrice and kidnapped Chance, and this was the way they worked the case for years. Just three days after Latrice's murder, the FBI issued a warrant for his arrest on one count of murder, interference with custody and lawful flight to avoid prosecution. While Gail admitted she was scared of Lee, she has always maintained that he was never physically violent and that he would never hurt their son. But police were not convinced, especially after a witness came forward and told them about an argument they had witnessed a short time before the murder took place. The witness claimed to have seen Latrice and Lee having a huge argument about Chance just days before Christmas and Lee threatened to move out. I don't know exactly what the argument was about, but since they spent Christmas together and went out for dinner the day after, it seems as though they had kissed and made up. But that doesn't mean there wasn't still issues in their relationship. Did Lee snap and kill Latrice? then take Chance on the run with him, or did he kill his son then hurt himself? All of Lee's friends and family have always maintained that Lee wasn't violent and he certainly wouldn't hurt his son, and it looks as though they were right all along. The warrants for Lee's arrest stayed active for over 20 years before police announced they had new evidence indicating that Lee was more likely to be a victim of foul play than the perpetrator. They haven't said exactly what the evidence was but have stated that they believe Latrice was killed in a crime of passion by someone who either knew her or Lee. But that still leaves us with the question, who? Web sleuthers have speculated that Latrice's ex-husband was involved and according to Gail, Lee's family did try to urge police to talk to him about the murders but claimed that they were so certain that Lee had killed Latrice and kidnapped Chance that they didn't consider any other possibility. Gail told the Lost and Found blog that police had told her that Latrice's ex had been round to the house on the 26th to pick up something for one of their kids but that there was no answer. But it is possible that he went round to the house when Latrice, Lee and Chance were at their meal or perhaps after the crime took place. 
The name of this man has never been released as he has never publicly been declared a suspect or a person of interest. And from research I have conducted on genealogy websites, I believe that Latresa was actually married twice before, so I don't know whether Gail is referring to her first or second husband. As with all theories we discuss on this podcast, they are all pure speculation, but I can't help but wonder if this case would have been solved by now if they had been able to rule Lee out as a suspect right at the beginning. Gail is understandably angry that police didn't look into all possible suspects and has written a letter to the man she believes killed Latresa, Lee and her son. Quote, I am the mother of Chance Wagerhagen. I am writing to you in hopes that you will find it in your heart to let me know where my son's body is. Years ago, I was told you killed my son. For many years, all I wanted was for you to pay and to know the pain I was feeling. I then realised nothing is going to bring Chance back to me. The only thing I can hope for now is closure. Finding his body and bringing him home is the only thing that will give me closure. I know you're a father and should realise how I feel. Chance's body needs to come home to me and buried in the family cemetery. I don't think you meant to kill Chance. I don't care if you ever pay for what you've done, because I truly believe you pay for it every day of your life. I'm not asking you to confess or turn yourself in. In any means you see fit, I am asking you to somehow let me know where Chance's body is. From one parent to another, I hope you can understand how I feel. I know your son is very important to you, so you should understand what I am asking of you. Please find it in your heart to do this for me. I do not believe you really meant to hurt anyone. Things got out of control and all you wanted was to protect your son. God bless you in making your decision. Sincerely, Gail. Unquote. Whoever did this brutally killed Latresa and probably also killed Lee and Chance, who both likely witnessed the murder. And this person probably thought that they had gotten away with it when police issued a warrant for Lee's arrest. Here's hoping that one day, Gail will be able to bury her son, the Wagerhagen family will receive some closure, and the killer will be brought to justice. Police have now listed Lee Wackerhagen as a missing person instead of a fugitive and there is no longer a warrant out for his arrest. Gail has hired a private detective to try to find her son, has appeared on the Maury Povich show and even reached out to Ofra Winfrey to try to spread awareness and elicit tips in the case. And I really hope that police have leads in this case that they have just not shared yet. Please share this case on your social media so we can get justice for Latresa and bring Lee and Chance home. I'm now going to give you a description of Lee and Chance Wackerhagen. Lee was 40 years old when he was last seen on the 26th of December 1993 and would be 67 if alive today. He is a white male and at the time of his disappearance he was between 6 foot to 6 foot 4 inches tall and weighed around 235 pounds. He had blue eyes and while his hair is listed as being blonde, it is commonly reported that much of his hair was in fact grey. He had a moustache at the time and also wore glasses. He had scars on both of his arms and his right leg. His nickname was Dub and he may use the alias Doug Walker. Chance was nine years old when he disappeared the same day as his father. He is also a white male and if alive today, he would be 36 years old. If you're watching this on YouTube, on your screen right now is an age progression of what he may have looked like aged 28. When he was last seen, he had blonde hair, greeny blue eyes, 
was 4 foot 8 inches tall and weighed 75 pounds. He had a small dimple on his right cheek and like his father, he may use the last name Walker. If you have any information on Latrice's murder or Lee and Chance's disappearance or current whereabouts, please contact the Texas DPS Criminal Investigation Services on 210-531-4375. Ask for Agent Angie Kerr and cite the case number 9318851. All photos and sources related to today's case can be found on our website, uncoveredtruecrimepodcast.co.uk. That's all I have for you today. Thank you for listening to the very end. Please stay safe and have a good night.